You're listening to The Josh Paul Podcast. Connect with Josh on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or by visiting joshpaul.org. Now, here's Josh. God, we come before you tonight offering all that we are, offering all that we have been, offering all that we ever will be. Father, we offer to you tonight all of our pain. Lord, we offer you tonight all of our mess, everything we brought in here with us. God, we offer you every bit of our past. Father, we offer you everywhere we've been. We offer you everything, God, that we've been carrying around lately, Father. And we give it to you right now, Lord. We lay it down at your cross, God, and we just wait here for you for you to make us afresh and anew this night, God, for an outpouring of your spirit, for an outpouring of your anointing, for an outpouring of your goodness, Lord. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Lord. We need you in our country. We need you, Lord, everywhere in the house, in the Senate, Lord, in our school system, down the street, Lord. We need you down at the grocery store. Lord, we need you everywhere. God, we need to carry your spirit more than we ever have, Lord. We need a double portion tonight in the name of Jesus. And so, Lord, even if we are bound up tonight, God, we declare that we're going to march forward in the name of Jesus. Even if I am still caught up in this thing and I don't know what it's going to turn out like and I don't know what it's going to look like and I don't know where you are and I've been praying, but God, I know you're working because your word says that you've been working. So I decide right now to put my trust in you, Lord. I put my trust in you. I put my trust in you tonight, Lord Jesus. And I say that your word is final authority in my life. We declare that tonight, right now, or today is a breakthrough day. Things are going to shift in the atmosphere, Lord. And we thank you for it, Father. You're shifting things even right now as we speak, Lord. Right now, while we're sitting wherever we are in our car and watching or or in our TV room or or wherever we're listening to this podcast, Lord, right now is a day that things are going to change and they're going to shift and the ground might start shifting and the sky might break open. But Lord, we're, to, we're, we're calling on you, God, because we need a change. We need a shift. We need something to move, God. We need every wall to fall fall down in the name of Jesus. We need every Goliath to be defeated in the name of Jesus. And we declare it and we receive it right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we just lift up our hands and say, be it done unto me. Your will and not my will be done, Father. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen, amen. Praise God. You may be seated tonight. Thank you for coming out, man. God is good. If you're ever in our area, please come out and see us. We're over here in North Wilkesboro. We got the best people in all of North Carolina. I can promise you that. And God is good. And so welcome to everybody viewing at home and welcome. Praise God that you're here tonight. And I want you to go ahead and open your Bible because I believe that God is doing something in this season, Andrew. I believe that God is on the move and I believe that he's got a blessing stored up, ready to rain it down. And I believe he's saying, church, get Get ready. Get ready. Get in position. Get get where I need you to be. Get over here and get get rid of that thing over there. And come on, let's get this thing going. And so tonight I wanted to talk to you about being bound up, but going anyway. Being bound up and going anyway. Maybe maybe your circumstances aren't just right. Maybe everything's not looking just perfect. Maybe you don't have that certain amount of money yet. Maybe you, your family situation is not quite there yet. Maybe that job hasn't come through yet. Maybe God hasn't moved in this area with your child yet. Maybe it's not quite lined up yet. And that's where I want to talk to you because you're, you're not quite over here, 
but, but you're definitely not over here where you used to be. And so you're somewhere here in the middle and, and, and not everything makes sense. And you're trying to make sense of everything, but not everything makes sense. And you're saying, God, try to make sense of something. But he just, it sounds like he's nowhere, but God has got it. He's still on the throne tonight. And I can tell you that fear is not on the throne. My God is still on the throne and he is still in control and he is still sovereign and he is still omnipresent and he is still with you right now all during this come on somebody give me an amen in this place man god is good turn it over to genesis uh 37 is where we're going to start tonight and i want to set this up for just a second because so often god calls us out while we're still in something over here he'll man i say it all the time he shows you the mountaintop while you're still in the valley he he tells you to go to the nations and you don't have two pennies to rub together but if if you can only dig down with deep, deep in yourself and take that first step if you can only dig down and say okay be it done unto me but but here's what happened to joseph y'all all know joseph well we kind of touched on this just a little bit last week but i can relate i don't know about you but i can relate to good old joseph man i feel like i spent 13 years of my life down in a jail and being lied on and being have my coat throw away and they went and put blood on it and they went and showed them told them i was left for dead and told them all the rest of have you ever been there have you ever felt like joseph man it feels like everybody's against you and it feels like nothing's going right and you get thrown down into the pit then you get thrown down in jail but man nothing can stop you because god is with you and that's exactly what happened to joseph over here god's favor and his power andrew it didn't leave joseph's life because of his circumstances come on somebody say that again with me god's power and his favor does not leave us in our circumstance you may be down in a pit but god is there with you come on shadrach meshach and abednego he's right there in the fire with you god said i will never leave you and i will never forsake you so in the middle of the storm god doesn't become less powerful he also doesn't become more powerful because god is the same yesterday today and forevermore so that means you serve the same God on Sunday morning as you do on Friday night when all hell is breaking loose and your kids are out in the gutter and you don't you, you don't know when the light's getting ready to be turned off at 11:59 and all everything else is falling apart man God is still God but you you have to have the faith You're listening to the Josh Paul podcast more coming up in just a moment Get inspired. Order Josh Paul's newest book entitled Closer to the Father. It's a daily prayer devotional and fasting journal. Each day, you'll be guided through a prayer that will grow your faith and deepen your relationship with God. You'll receive daily motivation to be your best as you journey deeper into prayer. God loves when you pray bold prayers. Get your copy by visiting joshpaul.org or call 1-800-722-8714. Order now. You're just 21 days away from a closer walk with the Father. Isaiah 55, uh, 11, it says, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall what? It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. 
You know, I hear, I hear that verse all the time. You know, God's word will not return void. God's word will not return void. It will not return void. Yes, it won't return void. I love the rest of this verse, though, don't you? Listen to this. It says, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of his mouth. God is always on the move, man. He's going forth. And it says, it shall not return void to me, but it shall, t- slap your neighbor. Say, it shall accomplish that which I please. What did the Bible say? What, what does it say? He said, I came to give you life and life in abundance. That's what God b- b- pleases tonight. It says, and it shall prosper. Who needs to prosper, man? I know I do. I need God to move in some situations. It says, and it shall prosper in the things whereto I sent it. God's word will not return void. And he doesn't lose power when you're in the pit. It doesn't lose power when you're in the bottom of the ship. It doesn't lose power, Daniel, when you're in the lion's den. It doesn't lose power, Esther, when you're scared to death and you're here for such a time as this, but you don't feel like being here for such a time as this because it don't feel right. And nothing on the inside feels right. And yes, sure, Esther looks like this great picture of a Bible man, a big, strong woman, but she didn't want to do it. She was scared. She had to be talked into it. She had to be slapped and say, you know what? Don't you understand? Stand that you're here for such a time. You're here on purpose. You're here on assignment. You're here for this. Don't you know you are made for this? You're the only one that can do it. You were made for this. Don't back up now. Don't you dare back down in the name of Jesus. I love the story of Joseph. And it's, it's kind of funny because uh, I like aviation. Let's talk about this for a second. I fly a lot. Gosh, we go all over the place. And I am never amazed. Do any of y'all ever wonder how they keep them planes up in the air? I do. I am in those little things all the time. We fly in big ones. We fly in small ones. Some that have little one engines and we're out of the ocean. I'd say, oh God, what are you doing here? And, you know, but I'm always amazed that it can keep up. That something so heavy can be held up. And I always thought about Joseph in, in comparison to this because, you know, just, just like the air that's holding that plane up, just like the lift that's holding that plane up, they couldn't see what was behind the scenes holding Joseph up. They, they, to, to us, we see it from the end of the story. We, we know he went from the pit to the palace and we got all these cute little names. Oh, Joseph going to the pit, to the palace, to the pit, to the palace. And, but Joseph didn't see it that way. He saw 13 long, hard years and, but they couldn't figure out, the rest of them watching, they couldn't figure out what is different with this guy. There's something a little bit different. They couldn't see what was holding him up. Just much like the air on an airplane. What kept pushing him to do the right thing when everything around him was going wrong? Come on, somebody. You ever been there? You feel like, God, why me? Why do you keep expecting me to be the one to make it right? Why do I have to be the one to apologize first? Why, why, this, why, you know? You feel like you're having to do the right thing in wrong situations. But Joseph had momentum. Joseph had spent time with God. Joseph spent time in prayer. Oh man, can we just stop right there for a second? If you're not spending time daily on the floor before the Lord, if man, you're wasting my time. If, if you are not spending time in your prayer closet, getting down before the Lord saying, Lord, here I am. I'm a mess. Without you, I am just a piece of junk. Without you, Lord, I'm going to make a mess of this whole thing. Without you, God, I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. Get rid of this pride. Get rid of all this selfishness. Get rid of this ambition. Get rid of all the rest of it, God. We got to be spending time with 
prayer, in, with God in prayer. We have to. So many of us wonder why, where's, where's my power? Where, why is nothing happening in my life? I see, I see all these things happening for this ministry over there, or for that company over there, but God, why not me? What, what's wrong with me? What am I doing wrong, man? God, get with God. Because if you seek ye first the kingdom of God, then all these other things, all these other things, come on somebody, all these other things will be added unto you. And you don't have to work and strive so hard for them because your eye is on the Father. Your eye is on God Almighty. And the blessings will chase you down and take you over, man. It's, it's, it's an amazing thing. Going back to the plane, I just, I think about this all the time and I wanted to look up this definition. Lift is what holds up at a plane. It says, lift is the Lift is the force that directly opposes the weight of an airplane and holds the airplane up in the air. Lift is a mechanical aerodynamic force. Come on, listen to me. It's produced by the motion of the airplane through the air. I thought about this so often because, you know, you, you get on, it feels like everything's going forever. You've been through security. You've been through all these things. You're going down the jet bridge. You're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting. And finally, that plane, it pulls over and it turns just a little bit. And you can't see the runway, but the pilot does. And so you've been told you're going to some destination, wherever you signed up to go, wherever it is that, you know, God told you to go. You're... you're You've been signed up for this destination. You can't see the runway. You can't see. You got this little old window. It's like, all right, well, I guess I'll just have to trust it. And so, and um, you know, it doesn't matter though if it's day, if it's night, if it's raining, if it's snowing, any of these things, it doesn't matter because once that pilot jerks that thing back and it starts heading down the runway, lift begins to happen. Anytime you stay so, uh, all right, God, I'm getting ready to come towards you. It's just like that plane going down the runway. The lift starts happening. You, what happens first is you got to get up some speed and then that wind, it starts to get under that thing and it pushes it up. It literally pushes the plane up in the air. It pushes, come on somebody. God wants to push somebody up into the next level. He said, I want your ceiling to become your floor. I want to push you up to the next level, but you got to get moving. You've been sitting around. It's time to get moving. Come on. And drag is the, it's the um, opposite. It slows the plane down. Have you ever noticed when you're landing, all those things come out of the back of the wing. It looks like the wing's kind of growing. It starts dragging. It starts dragging that air. And the more friction, the more friction, it, it slows that plane down until eventually it's on the ground again. I've always thought that was so interesting. And you know, Andrew, there's many things that can delay it, and we, we experience delays all the time, but nothing can actually stop it. And so when God gets to work in your life, there might be a delay. It might be, come on, I'm going to have to go down here and talk to somebody. There might be a delay. It might feel, come on, somebody, Lazarus, maybe you've been in the tomb for four days already. Maybe you're ready to come out. Maybe it's been time this whole time. Maybe you've been waiting, saying, God, use me. When me, God? When do I get my opportunity? When's it going to happen for me? When, when are all these dreams going to come to pass for me? And you're sitting there on the runway, and you, you're just ready. Man, God, I'm ready to lift off too. Start moving. I say this all the time and I'll say it all over the world and I say it to you here tonight, man. God said to, Joseph, or to Joshua, he said, as I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. But he, what he did not say is 
I will do the same things that I did with Moses for you. And so when Joshua got to the water, he had to step out into the water before it started parting. Come on, is somebody getting this tonight? He had to step out into the water. He had to line his plane up on the runway before he could take off. And that's what we've got to do. We've got to get lined up in the in the presence and in the will of God. We've got to put him first when it doesn't feel good, when it's not popular. We got to clean ourselves out. One of the guys working here right now, he's quitting smoking. And I know what that feels like. It was back in 2010. I know what that feels like uh, because I gave it up too. And I love smoking, man. Uh, but it's a terrible, terrible for you. And so um, if, you're, if you smoke, I encourage you to quit. But back in 2010, I knew, I just knew something down on the inside of me. You can say what you want to about it. You can judge me all you want to say that ain't right, whatever. But I knew that God wasn't going to take me a step further until I got that one other thing out of my life. I knew that about myself. I knew that about my journey. I could feel it. There's just some things, you know. So I said, all right, God, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I have no idea how I'm going to do this. But if you say it, I'm going to do it. Come on. Is there anybody that can say God, if you say it, I'll do it. If you lead me, God, I will follow. If you call me out, I'm willing to go. If you call this my, my favorite thing over here for me to give it up or give it away to somebody else, would you do it? I know it sounds funny, but every time, the Bible talks about sacrifice all the time. Jesus himself was a sacrifice. Every sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. See, all the time, over and over in the Bible, sacrifice is an amazing thing. It doesn't bring us closer to God. It brings our minds closer to God because he says that we're close as the next heartbeat. We're close as the next breath. So we can't get closer to God. But what it does is it opens up our minds and it opens up our spirit to realize his closeness and to hear his direction because we got to get out all the junk. We got to get out all of the clutter. We got to get away from this Mickey Mouse gospel that says, I do whatever I want to when I want to. You know, the body's the temple, da, 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 yeah, 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 whatever, and I do what I want to. No, we got to get back to, I, I know there's grace. I understand that and I get grace, but there's also God, man, calls it. Why do you think that they're called that they're circling the throne right now the throne of grace by the way they're circling that throne and they're saying holy 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 is the lord god almighty who is and who was and who is to come because there's holiness too and as part of that is to be set apart but we're not supposed to mix in i didn't come here to to settle in with this earth and to fit in i came to take over in the name of jesus man it's time for christians to stand up before we get wiped out it's time to stand up in the name of jesus and be who you're called to be Well, I hope this podcast is a blessing to you. Make sure you subscribe and share it with a friend who needs a blessing. Be sure to sign up for our email list too. We give away free gear and products and you'll be the first one to hear about the latest episodes and all the latest news. Till next time, pray big prayers and watch God move. Have a blessed day.